0: Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley.
1: It's the 5 o'clock fire.
0: Ah, uh, it is 5 o'clock. Congratulations. Hopefully you're off work. And uh luckily for you, old dirty show and T Mill have the latest. And T Mill, let them know the latest, man. Get on here, man. You get to show your beautiful voice and thoughts. Uh the Texans, they have uh they've had several interviews. They've interviewed all but um, but one coach, at least. Well, they've, they've interviewed all but two coaches. D'Amico Ryans is set to interview either Thursday or Friday. And Mike Kafka, the Giants offensive coordinator, he has uh, he has yet to uh, be uh, interviewed or made plans to be interviewed because uh, his coach, Brian Daybold. So they're focusing on the Philadelphia Eagles. But Jonathan Gannon and Shane Steichen, the uh, coordinators for the Eagles interviewed over the weekend and Ben Johnson last week. The latest in the last 24 hours, Tyler, uh, I know they've had a few come in. That is
1: correct. There were two interviews for the Texans today on a Tuesday. Ajiro Aviro, the Broncos defensive coordinator, he interviewed with the Texans today, as well as Thomas Brown, the Rams assistant head coach, he interviewed today. And then, of course, last night we had the news that Sean Payton he met with the Texans via Zoom last night. So that is uh, the latest on the candidates in Houston.
0: Yep, Aviro, Tom, uh Thomas Brown. i about to call him, man, Tom Brown. Thomas Brown. TB. And Peyton. Uh, Sean Peyton interviewed last night, Clint. Um, it does, as we see here, and I think maybe the league is starting to go this way it, as we're seeing in the playoffs. It looks like they are, uh, they have kind of pushed to more offensive-minded coaches. They have five Offensive-minded coaches, as opposed to three, um, and it feels like it feels like. I guess Jonathan Gannon has has a shot, but Jonathan Gannon um, and D'Amico Ryan seem like the defensive guys. But it seems like the rest of the guys—Sean Payton, uh, Steichen, uh, Kafka—those guys seem like they they may be guys that are really on their mind t- t- towards the offensive side of the ball.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I just I think the I think you, they agree with you. Yeah, look, I hope so. Um, I mean, I. You know, I, I think when you you look across the, down this list, outside of Sean Payton, who I think you got to you got to throw everything, including the kitchen sink, at Sean Payton, and hopefully he he takes and and um, and is willing. Other than that, I really do. I mean, I, I'm an offensive minded guy, which I've made I've laid loud and clear. But ultimately, man, I, I think this I think this list shrinks significantly after the first interview because. Who, who are the guys that when when their face popped up and their voice was heard on a Zoom or when you interviewed them in person, they walked in and they commanded the room. Um, it, it wasn't a, boy, you guys are my boss and I'm hoping to get this job. It's walk-in, on the room, on the moment. Um, an alpha among alphas. And okay, now from here, we're going to move and we're going to take these four guys because they are potentially great head coach material, not just good offensive minds or good defensive minds, are are not guys that are just, boy, they're hot right now and, and you know, they, they're they doing a good job with the X's and O's or they developed a quarterback here or there or their defensive unit played great. No, no man, I'm talking about a leader of men. When they walk in a room, you know them, um, and, and they got eight guys on here. There's no way in hell that all eight of these guys – are going to be guys that walk in a room and own the room, and are, yeah. are 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 the kind of leaders that this organization needs. And and so I think I think it it shrinks significantly. Just you know, not based off of offensive mind or defensive mind, but which one of these guys do you firmly believe can come in here and be the next head coach for the Texans for the next ten years and get you through all the adversity that it takes over the over over really a career to get you back to being competitive again. Um, so I'd like to sit here and think, boy, this is just an offensive minded guy. It's gotta be I, I think it's right at this point it's about who who has the who has the guts and the, the 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 it factor, so to speak, to be a head coach in this league.
0: And I'll tell you one thing for me with this coaching coaching search where they are, I, I I think this is a strong enough list that I don't know that they need to add any more. All right, I, I don't. Oh, I don't, you do. Yeah, I do. Oh, I, I, not I, me. I, you, no. you you would you you would like to see
1: more? Hell yeah! Really? Absolutely. Who Who I, else
0: I, is out there that you want to see added to this to this list that you want? I'd to like enter? to see Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. Not not
1: because I want him to be the coach, but but if like Dan Quinn has been a a, a very very successful coach in this league, defensive minded coach in this league, um, we we can split hairs about how long it lasts and and a career record and all this kind of jive. But, but yes, I I would want – I'd simply like for the Texans, if I had it my way, I, I would like for them to, to interview more than one candidate that's ever been a head coach. Like, I just think for Cal and Nick – I mean, Nick knows outside of the CF that we've watched for the last two years, Nick knows Belichick. I mean, you look at Cal and, and, and in his years of being the, the the decision maker here, Bill O'Brien, David Cully, and, and – uh, and and Lovey Smith, I, I I would want to experience more, uh, and 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 witness what an experienced pelt on the wall type of coach would do, what they look like in an interview, what they would recommend. There's value in that for me. So yeah, I, I would like to see. Yeah, I would like to see it exi- uh, consist of more than just one guy that's ever been a head coach. I, yeah, personally. I
0: get that. I, uh, Sean, to me, if it weren't Sean, uh, Peyton, somebody yeah. else that, that didn't have his like to me, if I hear, all right, Sean, what would you like? How would you take it? What would be your plan of action sure. of how you would, that man. would be enough? Uh, like fair, uh, for fair, me to the, the, the Dan Quinn, especially yeah. if I don't, I'm not sure if I. would, I, I would like just not see. a lot of serious candidates that have coaching yeah. background, like that have been head coaches before. Yeah, that you're like, boy, I'd like to give another well,
1: shot. You, well, we like even even guys that and Harbaugh took his name out. That, that, that. Right? Yeah, that, that's one that that offensive mind there took his name, but but the, like like Eric Bienamy. Like to me, Eric Bieniemy is one that I would like to see them interview God, and, and and take. Well, no, I'm I'm, I'm being I'm being dead serious. I know serious. what you're saying. Like I, I understand, there's something with Eric. Like the Eric Bieniemy thing is, and that's a document. That's a Netflix documentary in the next ten years. It's going to be unbelievable. So, I, the, the mystery behind all this stuff with Eric Bieniemy is is fascinating. But you're talking about a guy that has been how many years has Eric Bieniemy been there?
0: He's been the OC since 2018. So when Mahomes – But he's been became, in the organization for Oh, he's been in to 2012. Yeah. 2013. He got so, there I mean, a year after. So you're team. looking
1: at nine, ten years of of arguably the best franchise in, in the game over the last seven, eight years. I mean, I, I don't know, show. I, I just – I mean, that would be powerful. Um, now I understand the dynamic of if you interview him and you don't give him a second interview, then there, then it's going to be – a there's going to be some problems there. But I'm, I'm, I'm using that name in a sense of, like, guys that have been seriously considered yeah. for head coaching jobs over the over the year. And I don't know how many of them there are out there, but I would like to see this list grow if it were me. Five o'clock fire.
0: The Chargers have fired their offensive coordinator, Joe Lombardi. Joe Lombardi, if that name sounds familiar, uh, he was one of the uh, coaches that the Texans interviewed last year to be their head coach. Um he is gone. And it looks like they're going to keep Brandon Staley on as the head coach and just replace the OC. And speaking of the name you just mentioned, um, I'm thinking if I if I'm them and I look at my my quarterback situation, the quarterback I have, the weapons I have, Eric Bienemy would be somebody that I would look at to be my offensive coordinator if I were if if I were It'd the be Chargers. so beautiful, yeah. Because I mean, listen, there's a few things like. A couple of things that you fear, and I'm, I'm being 100% when I say this. A couple of things that, that you fear when you're a defensive coach is, all right, man, if my OC gets, you know, becomes really good, you know, I'm going to lose my OC. Well, it's clear Eric Bini is not going to be a head coach of the NFL. So I think he goes there. You, Even if he has success, you don't really have to worry about you losing your OC because there's something there that he is not destined to be a head coach in the NFL. So there's a place where he could – he can be there and be your head, your offensive coordinator for years to come. And he has, and he has had a quarterback with a similar skill set uh, to, to to Justin Herbert that has made it work. And yeah. that offense in there, you get him in the division. He knows the Chiefs really well, the team you're chasing. And you imagine that kind of offense in which. Uh, now I know Andy Reid is not there, but that kind of offense, Justin Herbert's running as opposed to the. Like he's like, like he's one of the low end in terms of yards per pass. Like, yeah. like he and, and the amount of the yards he, their offense should be getting much bigger chunks well, than when you look at the talent they have. Eric Bieniemy would to me be a really good option for Brandon Staley to run it to I run think, his offense.
1: I think that'd be a grand slam for both of them. I mean, whether whether he stays and becomes a head coach or not, I, I think I think it's a. It'd be a grand slam for both of them, show. I mean, you talk about if Eric's ever going to leave Kansas City. I mean, boy, you don't want to take over some some team that doesn't have a quarterback, doesn't have. To, I mean, you you ready made. Um, you step in and you got a quarterback to you. As you mentioned, all those skill all those skill players around him. Um, golly, man, yeah, that's um, and really you're talking about a defensive minded head coach. It's probably backed into a corner where if you're Eric Bieniemy, you walk in, and you go, hey, man, I got this. I'm hiring my whole staff. No, and, and, I, and Brandon stay, Staley's stay out on a hot meetings. seat. Yeah, Brandon that's what I'm on a hot seat. Oh yeah,
0: and maybe his best path to get there. Yeah, if he if if he improves that offense, and then maybe maybe that's his best yep. his best path. But Pittsburgh, their OC job might come open with a lot of people compa- complaining about Matt Canada. Mm-hmm. There's another spot there. I I I think uh, I think
1: as much as I like Tomlin, boy, I'd go west. Go west. I'd much rather coach for Tomlin if I were Eric Benne. But boy, those weapons they got. Those them. weapons, there, yeah, Ooh. yeah.
0: Kenny Pickett versus <laughs> Justin Herbert, Ooh. Pickens. I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll see what they do with it. But Brandon Staley staying, also as a side note, I think really helps the Texans because that job is not coming open. Agreed. That's a that's a big deal for them.
1: Five o'clock
2: fire.
0: All right, continuing in the NFL, Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. I think I can win an MVP again in the right situation. Clint, this is one you were on early. The Packers are not going to be as good as they were. Fresh out of the punch of karma. They lose uh, Devontae Adams. They And, I mean, they struggled out the gate. Then they had that little run towards the end, but then they could not beat the Detroit Lions at home to get to the playoffs. Rodgers is aging, nearing 40 now. Do you think Rodgers? Do you believe him? You, you you agree with him that he can still win an MVP?
1: Absolutely, uh, absolutely. I, I, there, I mean, there's this is. A, I mean, he's a special talent. He had not lost a, a, a lick, man. I mean, this is especially if he's talking about in the right situation. You got to believe that he's he's talking about a San Francisco, uh, Las Vegas type of situation where um, you know there's just all the pieces are there and and he's just plugged in. Um, so yeah, I I think I think he's definitely not lost a step relative to being able to 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 win at the quarterback position. Yeah. He, um, he, Tom, he, I think I I think Tom's going to be there sooner rather than later. I am just not ready to get on that train yet. Uh Rodgers, I'm nowhere close.
0: Yeah, I don't put Tom in that. I, I I'm going to need more. I don't put Rodgers in the time right, right, space. Right. Like, I need more than a year removed for him winning back-to-back MVPs to say that. But I mean, I I've I can say this year I've never seen him miss more throws than he has. Tom uh, Aaron. or Aaron? Aaron, this year, I mean, there were just throws that he missed. I mean, both games he played against the Lions, in particular, stick out just yeah. throws he, he can make in his sleep, as you'd say, that that I've seen him, that I saw him I miss think, this I year. I think both
1: of those guys, when you look at what, what Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are dealing with, I mean, Tom, uh, Aaron's always had uh, the – you know the the Devonte Adams aspect of it. And I say always, just recently, um, that he could always lean on. Anytime you get man, you know exactly where you're going with the football. Anytime you get a zone, you know exactly where he's going to settle. And when you get a bunch of young guys around you, you don't know that. You hope it, it, it comes around. It's inconsistent. One time they do it right. One time they do it wrong. Um, and and it's it's frustrating for an older quarterback. And then you look you look at Tom. And I I, I never thought that that I would see a day where Tom was losing because. He wasn't on the same page with his number one receiver, who happens to be a top five, six guy in the league right now. Like that, that part of it blows my mind. Show like how do you, at the end of the first half, Tom and Mike Evans weren't on the same <laughs> soft corner. All you got to do is throw the out route, gain seven yards, and you, you got a chance to kick a long fifty-plus yard field goal. And and Tom throws the out and and with no with no defender There's like that, no, over there was somebody over there. Like no defender, and, and and so like that is one of the things that with Tom Brady's skill set. If you're not going to be on the same page, you have no chance, like zero chance, because you can't move. You can't. You know, there's just things that you have to depend yeah. on, and um, it's interesting to see. Uh, I expected it from Aaron Rodgers. I did not expect it from Tom Brady. But at the end of the day, they're dealing with some similar issues in terms of not being on the same page. Their outs, not communicate. The communications not there. The chemistry's not there. And ultimately, that's that's how they've always played and been great is having great chemistry. They don't have it at all right now.
0: All right, there's some news we'll let to drop here in a bit in the division. As the Titans make a move, we'll drop that in a second here. But, Clint, the tickets have uh, gone on sale for a possible, possible game in Atlanta for the AFC Championship game, and that game would be if Buffalo wins against Cincinnati, which I'm not sure they're going to do, and if Kansas City beats Jacksonville coming up this weekend, those those tickets go on sale. Do you think, Clint – that a game is being played in Atlanta. Do you think no. those two teams are going to make it?
1: No, I, I don't think I don't think they're going to make it. Um, I, I'm for whatever reason, and, and they didn't play a great ball game. In fact, if if Lamar would have played, they'd have lost. I think. Um, but for some reason, I just I, I I think what Cincinnati's doing is got a real chance here, brother.
0: Yeah, it's it's really weird. It's like those three teams. Buffalo has had Cincinnati. Like Buffalo has been able to beat Cincinnati. Yeah. Kansas City's in in games and big games that have mattered, they've been able to beat Buffalo. And Kansas City can't beat Cincinnati. Yeah. It's like a it's like a weird trifecta there. Um I think the Chiefs will beat Jacksonville, yeah. To get there but that Buffalo think man Think about I, that.
1: Think about think about like how important regular season football is when you when you're talking about the tops of the league. Yep. Kansas City gets a bye, the biggest advantage in all of sports. Kansas City gets a bye and then they then they've got to beat Jacksonville to get to the AFC Championship. And those two
0: game. teams got to play each other, it, Buffalo or Cincinnati once, whichever team it is, and then they got to go through Kansas City. Wow. And the Chiefs, the Chiefs to get to the AFC Championship game has to beat Jacksonville.
1: A bye like to get the a healthy beat, Jack, and, it's, it's the biggest advantage. And Kansas
0: City lost to both of those teams
1: this year. We, we, I mean, I, I, I mean, it's, it's common sense, but I never really have had a conversation with anybody about, you know, once you talk about how the advantage of the bye and how big that is, you, you forget, like, well, if you get that bye, you then catch the lower seed in the first in the second round. That was
0: always the thought was it was becoming clear that those two teams. I guess it would be the higher seed, wouldn't it? Yeah, I those guess. three teams were going to finish one, two, three. Like, it was huge for whoever it was to get the one seed because two and three were going to probably match up in the next round. And that's what's happening. you got to go through both to win as opposed to.
1: So, think about that, bro. Like, Cincinnati has to go through Baltimore and Buffalo to get there. KC gets a bye in Jacksonville. Oh. oh, my
0: God. And the, and, the, and the Bills would have to go through to the Dolphins and the Bengals to get there. Mm, yeah, mm, mm. I'm with you. I don't. I don't think that game's getting played in Atlanta because uh, I don't know Joe Burrow. Something about that cat. There's something,
1: it's something that's, and it's not the ball that we just watched versus the versus the Ravens. It wasn't that good
0: about him and them weapons. Him and yeah. them weapons together. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but it is in Buffalo, so that is an advantage for them. All right, uh, one of Clint's former teammates. I mean, I think I think he got into a space where I didn't even. I don't even think Clint knew he could <laughs> sound like that. Uh, and, because something crazy happened last night. We have got to let you hear the audio and discuss this. That's coming up next. Sport 610 presents the Drive with Sterner and play. Got a five twenty four coffee, folks. We got a big one tonight. Hold oh, on, so KUK State, <laughs> Sunflower big Showdown, big one tonight, baby. I need a little energy.
1: A little, leave a little energy, baby. K State, KU, huh? Yeah, top thirteen matchup. Are you excited about it? Or are you gonna bet on it?
0: No, but I
1: mean, if yeah. you're ever gonna bet, that'd be the one that you'd bet on. Nah, man,
0: road game, toughest. Uh, I think toughest, toughest game, game of the year. Road game, Bramlage Coliseum, toughest, um, toughest, toughest game this year they've had.
1: What's that line?
0: I think, I think one and a half. I think Kansas is the favorite.
1: What is K State ranked? Thirteen. What do y'all rank two? Two versus thirteen. You ain't giving up nothing but a point and a half. I think so. I oh, mean, oh hell, that's K State. That's right. that's a, that's, a, that's a KU bet all day long. Here we go, baby. We
0: got a, got a big big
1: game, man. Big game. They're good. They're a good team. They're Tyler, good let team. me get KU for hundred, man.
0: Okay.
1: Well. KU is at minus one. Yeah, let me get KU for hundred, man. Really? Yeah. yeah really? For real? Hell do, yeah, I'm stop. dead ass don't serious. Do that, okay. Be. We got somebody hurt. No. He doesn't want Look. you to. He thinks you're going to have an effect. He on doesn't his want team. me to profit. On I just his don't squad you, I just don't when he ain't willing to put the hog on the table. I'm not really
0: willing to put the hog on the table. I'm, for, I'm willing to put, put the hog betting, on the table. Any kind of betting. I, I reserve the hog on the table for other things.
1: Well, I'm on $100 on KU, man. I,
0: Clint and Tyler, we're going this whole show. We talked a lot about that game last night between the Cowboys and Bucks.
1: Mm-hmm. What in the
0: hell happened to the Cowboys kicker?
1: How about that? Four straight extra points. Oh, my God. Thanks, Angelo.
0: Four straight. I, I have never in my life seen. Like, the game was a blowout, and I had just. Like, I, I had come down to come on, Cowboys, get the ball and get in field goal range or score a touchdown so he has to kick. Like, they, that was what the game you was. You wanted for to see me. it again, huh? In the second half, I want to see. How far is Mike gonna do this? Is he gonna run it out there? <laughs> and then Mike, what's his name? Uh uh, what is it, uh, Maher or Maher? Uh, Maher. Uh when Maher, he first ran out there on the field on fourth and four. And then he was running out there ready to kick. And then Mike said, no, man, go go back. I was praying for a false start. I wanted to see is Mike gonna go for this fourth and nine up eighteen to nothing or is he go like is he really gonna is he gonna push it here or twenty four to nothing is he gonna push it here and he and 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 he know he went for it on fourth down and they got it and they he threw scored the, a touchdown threw the touchdown to CD Lamb and then he came out there and walked out there and I think missed it or no he made that one That he was made the one that he one made. he made I had never seen nothing like it.
1: I've never seen anything like it either. I look. I, I don't. Uh, I mean, the thing was, he pushed a couple, then pulled one, then pushed another one off the literally bounced off the upright, the top of the upright. Um, that was the damnedest thing. I've. It, the, the, here's the thing with with the kicker is it was so bad. I think people are more apt to give him another chance.
0: Really? Like I mean, you think he's got another chance? Oh yeah. I, I know Jerry said he was he. You
1: know, no, no, bro. He either. had missed three out of like fifty something all year long.
0: He's a five and I mean, a, he was on a five game, five miss heater. I, I, no, I know. I, the I last realized one that's Washington. what I'm saying.
1: Like it was so bad. It was so bad that if they don't immediately cut you, like if you didn't get, if you didn't get the Lovey Smith treatment, and and, and at 10:30 last night be be not you kicked no longer they a hang cowboy. On with him. I mean, I. I don't know, man. I, like he, he was he they're was gonna good trust, on... They're
0: gonna trust. They're gonna trust him these playoffs against the Niners next week.
1: He better hit them first few extra points coming up. His, his... He's going.
0: I don't know if it's a grass thing, but he's going to be to grass again. I mean, what, again. what's the
1: alternative? Trust somebody that you don't know what the hell they're
0: going to do, Clint. It is clear. Like this is clearly in his head. He can't. He can't make extra points. I think it
1: was in his head. I, oh, I don't, absolutely. I don't think you it's... think it's over, bro? He, like, like I said before, that five, that five extra point spread. I mean, he was he had missed three out of fifty some odds,
0: Clint. He looked like. This is the first thing I was – after the second one. Clint, he looked like somebody who's playing beer pong and they're shooting on the last cup and then they're overcompensating for what they did the last time. So if they shot it long off the table, they're going to come back and come up short. That's what he did.
2: Boy, that escalated quickly. He was
0: pushing it to the right, and then the third one, he said, I'll be damned, I'm not pushing this thing to the right, and then completely hooked it. The other way. I mean, it was just. I I, I. I mean, I. I guess they're gonna roll with him. It don't seem like you're right. If they had not made a move now, I heard Mike Tannenbaum said I would have is I would have a hundred kickers at the facility today. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at it, he's like you can't you can't kick him. You can't I mean, do it bro, he, Dak don't get mad I mean, at nobody. D- Dak went off and started going and lost his mind. Well, no, it, it, it
1: was so bad you you got to throw your helmet. I mean, look, show. I mean, here's the deal. Here's his dude's stats. He was 90% this year. He was year. good this year. 29 of 32. I mean, he was 100% from 29 or fewer. Hell, hell, he was 100% from – he'd only missed one 49 or, or below. He'd missed two over 50, right? I mean, he has 60 yard a long of 60 yards. And when you – I don't know, extra points. He made 50 extra points.
0: Clint, if they lose to the – He lose, made
1: 50 of 53 extra points, Joe.
0: If they lose to the 49ers because he can't make kicks. Like, that's what, what is it? What's the extra point? Is it 35 yards?
1: It's from the 25, and so the the end zone, yeah, so it's 35 yards, correct? He, oh, my God. He I think that's
0: he, right. He can't kick 35 yards. Is that right? Could you? I think it is. If it's you, from the,
1: well, if it's from the 25, it ends up being 42 because it's, it's oh, that, the, the it's seven not, yard that, snap.
0: The extra point is not 42 yards. I think the extra point is 35. 33. Is it 33? He could make a 33 yard it's, kick.
1: So up. where are they kicking the extra point from? I I feel like I should know this. How the hell do you get a, a thirty three yard extra point? That's what like, I'm saying where, where are they, they kicking it from? I
0: thought it was thirty five. I don't know why. I don't know where I got that. Where from. do they
1: place the ball on the extra point?
0: Yeah, someone check that out. Come on, Cheryl. By the way, from the good t- trailer, Will and frame text line. The Colts they didn't even give Blankenship this much of a chance, and, and he didn't he didn't kick this bad. Yeah, well I I can't take a kicker from that, the fifteen. It's from the fifteen.
1: Is twenty five, so it's 30, That's right. 32, That's right. So it's 32, 32. 33, That's right. Damn, uh, we we had him kicking forty two yard field goals for extra points, huh? Yeah. I,
0: I, well, I thought it was thirty five, so I was a little, I was, I was closer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you hear your boy Emmett, your old teammate Emmett Smith?
1: I heard him go off on on Kellen Moore, like after the second drive of the game, <laughs> called him a smart dummy. I mean, he was serious, he was at a, he's
0: at, yeah. Emmett was at a good lather uh, yesterday, wherever he was watching this game from. But this is him on the Cowboys' kicker last night.
1: Great drive by that
0: Prescott, But the field goal kicker, oh, my God. Your job is to kick the ball between the poles. That's all you have. Focus on kicking the ball.
1: One job, kick the ball. I can accept one. I might even be able to accept two. But
2: three missed field goals?
1: Where's your damn head at, dude? Focus. You
0: have a a once-in-a-lifetime moment right now in the playoffs. And that is to get your behind and your team to the next round. Now, I know the team believes in you. I'm still trusting in you and believing in you. You need to get yourself together right now and focus on what you need to do and get your foot placement right. Because this is ridiculous. We're paying you too much money to miss field goals like that. Too much. But at the end of the day, bro, I believe in you. I'm trusting in you. The game is in your hands. We keep playing hard like we're playing. We're going to be all right, and we're going to save you. But I'm not sure after tonight, your job is safe. You better get it right. Peace out. I just don't know where Emmett went. Emmett, <laughs> Emmett, <laughs> you Emmett, better Emmett, right, peace out. Emmett kicked him in his nuts, flushed him down the toilet, then said I believe in you and then at the end kicked it off with a dismount of but I don't know if your job is safe.
1: Where is your damn head at, dude? The, the poles, man. That's that's, e, that's that's E right there after a couple I don't pops, know that
0: man. I was going to say I don't know if I've ever seen that Emmett Smith.
1: He gets a little. He get, he get a couple of pops in him. He always that, that old the, the strain in his voice. It doesn't necessarily get real. It's just the.
0: Where is your? Where I think you would I think he walked over and fought Chris Jackie. I think I can't remember that. That's the only Cowboys kicker I can remember that played in that time frame was Chris Jacky. I think he'd walked over to kicked his
1: ass. Get your foot placement right. That's my get favorite your foot part. Placement now, now, right. and
0: now he knows. Now he. Knows.
1: The crazy thing about that is like he done went off right there. But I mean he done had a couple pops. Where in the hell was he at? It, like, it looked like he was at a bingo hall. I, bingo maybe maybe not, may, may not be right, but like a car, like, like like it was just a bunch of dudes walking around in like a warehouse with the walls painted red. Clinton. He wasn't at his house in the in the movie room or the man cave or something. Where the hell was he at?
0: I don't know, man. I just I'm just saying. Wasn't he on
1: the Manning Cast?
0: I, I guess was he on that Manning cast? I don't he was know on
1: the was, was he on? A, I thought he was on. I didn't see cast. him on oh, okay, it, but he could have been. I'm not sure. All I know
0: is, I just Brett. Brett should be very fortunate that he plays on this Cowboys team, because he would have had, as you said, meet at the numbers. That third <laughs> yeah. one, he may have had. He, I don't know who would have got there first. Michael Irvin, Emmett. The way Emmett just lost his mind. Hell, I think Troy might have beat. Beat them all out there. Ooh. Charles Haley. Could you imagine Charles? Charles Haley would have met him at the at the numbers and, and he, he wouldn't have even been so shook to kick again out there. My God, man, son. <laughs> that was that was crazy. All right. Hey, there's some there's some stuff that's dropping about the Rockets right now that uh that we gotta share with you. This is coming in late. John Waldon gone off. I mean, gone off, and Stephen Silas is looking. Bad, I mean real bad. We'll listen to that coming up next. Sports Radio six ten presents the drive with Sterner and Hughley. All righty, uh remember coming up behind us, the best of today with uh Figgy and T Mill. They got it uh, they got you holding down, uh, talking about a little Sean Payton, talking about some jugs. Uh the uh Hey
1: look out now. The uh
0: the uh yeah, I'm a- the
1: love Kurt, talking about Kurt jugs. Warner
0: jugs uh, Explanation. Uh, that's coming up right behind us, six to eight o'clock. By the way, fellas, I did just want to let you all know that I am, as Clint would say, coachable. Making some improvements.
1: Um, Self-proclaimed.
0: Got a uh, got a dental appointment for next Tuesday. At did 9- you? How about that? Nine forty. Well a.m. done, Courtney.
1: Well done.
0: No, it was it was not Courtney. It was myself. Oh,
1: my bad. My, I'm, I'm, did I say Courtney? I meant show. Well done, show. Well done.
0: Said it all myself. Okay. I did. I hey, listen. hey, she put that. We had, in we she had, we head had head the, the conversation. We talked. She then made up lies and said, you haven't gone to the dentist since I've met you. And I've known you for 15 years. Which is not true. I had a gold. I had a tooth that turned gold on me that I had pulled out. Very was little. it gold
1: or yellow?
0: It was, it was gold. It was <laughs> yellow. Um, not proud of it. Uh, but yeah, man, got got eye appointment coming up on Thursday as well. Uh, feel like my prescription's a little off. Uh, got an eye appointment coming up, man. Trying to better myself. Man, I'm very coachable. Good
1: job, man. Good for you, bud. I'm proud of you, man. She go.
0: I, I talked to the lady at uh, the dental appointment. She said, "Do you have any any is there any information that uh any information that I may need to know uh, regarding you?" I said, "Well,
1: it's just it's been a minute.
0: It's been a while <laughs> since I've been there. She said. She said, "Well, what's a while?" <laughs> she said, "Would you say one uh, six months to a year?" I said, "Probably further." <laughs> she said, two years, <laughs> probably further."
1: Probably a little more.
0: <laughs> she said, three years or more." I'm probably in that in that area. In that hey, just bu- that just
1: buckle down. I'm gonna show up. Quit asking questions. Rain. I said.
0: She said, "Have you had any Have you had any pain?" I said. I've been real vague it's <laughs> like no, oh, not really i got <laughs> I got one in the back that sometimes gives me trouble but I've been able to to survive in the last seven years oh okay. <laughs> All right, so yeah
1: man hey you gotta get you gotta get whoever your hygienist is I want to call on the show <laughs> Who, whoever right. does the work I don't want the I don't want the dentist that's got to, that you know i want, i want the gal that's elbow deep in in your in we'll your call mouth the show oh yeah, yeah, we'll yeah call it, it. We'll tell, tell we'll us it. how bad was it
0: how bad was it? how yeah tell me how many cavities does he have how many ca-
1: how, hey, does your elbow hurt today from from good. digging through Forward, that
0: plaque? Yeah, man. man, I'm I'm ready. Here we go. We'll see, man. I'm, I, I bet I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. I, hopefully, I get a good report. <laughs> hey, um, this stuff with the Rockets is crazy. John Wall did a podcast. John Wall, the former Rocket, uh, obviously they were paying him to sit, and uh, and now he's with the LA Clippers. The Rockets just played the Clippers, but he did a uh, he did a, a podcast and had a lot to say. And I'll tell you, boy, this don't look good for uh, for Steven Silas, Raphael Stone, none of them. This is going to, I think this is going to be something that becomes a big story uh, moving forward when you hear some of the accusations that John Wall makes about his time with the Rockets. Here's John Wall.
2: So I'm like, I don't give a f- who playing who not. I just want to who. I'm just trying to yeah. get on the court. That's it. So I did that. Went there, worked my ass off, played. I mean, we lost 20 in a row. We were trying to lose on purpose, tanking. Yeah, yeah. Like, we started studying. Justin Patton. Mm-hmm. Like, we started meeting. That's how I started line-up Was David the Wobble, mm-hmm. Jay Sean Tate, Justin Patton, somebody else. I'm like, but who the f can I win a game with, <laughs> with this? Sh-? Nah, I was just being a professional. Like I always wanted to teach them, like don't get used to this. Sh-. It's not how the NBA is. Like, it's just a bad organization right now. Mm-hmm. Like they got to fix some sh- around. But like I always taught to Jalen Green, Kevin Porter, mm-hmm. KJ, I'm like, yo, don't get adjusted to this losing. Sh-. It's not how the league is. But at the same time, I had to tell them, like, this sh- y'all getting away with over here. You go to any other teams, you'd be out the f- league. You'd be, like, literally- you wouldn't play. You wouldn't play.
0: Wow, John Wall there. Oh uh, accusing, accusations of tanking on purpose, which, eh, you know, even if it looks at it, 20, 20 in a row, right now they're currently on an 11-game losing streak at, the, at at this current moment. But as he said, 20 in a row and rolling out those starting lineups, for some reason he took out this patent fella uh, who has responded on Twitter and said, I thought we was cool. <laughs> Seemed like that was the em- emphasis of the person who was starting to really let you know he was taken. But Clint – this, this to me right now, does not bode well for the young players they have there. And the look, and the league is now probably going to look into this, talking about tanking on purpose and all of this and that, Steven Silas being there yeah. and, and the time he's been there. They've had the worst record the last two years, and they're working on it for a third. This is a really bad look for
1: them. Yeah, look, I I think the, the league will look into it because they have to, the, yep. the, the pressure because of the the, the, the public comments here. Well, but I mean, the league knows these teams tank. I mean, the leagues know this is this is a a, a, a that's why
0: they put the a, a
1: method. Yeah, I mean, they, they they know that 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 doesn't surprise. What this hits home for me, I mean, this is one John Wall. You paid John Wall forty million dollars. You were
0: always talking about he needs to be. You
1: on. you paid a man forty million dollars to sit on the bench and observe everything that you were doing, to a year later go on a podcast and talk about. How poor the job was that you were that you were doing as the Rockets. I mean, I like and look, I I'm, I am 100%, I am one hundred percent, I am one hundred percent open to players doing this. I ain't got no problem, by the way, with 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 John Wall saying, "Hey man, like what's going on in Houston?" That's garbage. And saying it like the, yeah. I'm telling the two young stars on the team, like what y'all are doing right now, this ain't gonna cut it. Like you ain't gonna cut it nowhere else in the league. I mean, I'm a okay with. With this kind, these kinds of comments coming from a podcast that it's a guy that was in the room when it was going on. Now the question here is,
0: and in the room they're they're sitting there basically benching him to try to try not to, one to get him injured and try not to win games like,
1: for for whatever. I mean, I'm just talking
2: about like and he had one of the biggest like contracts w- what, in the game.
1: When a veteran, when a veteran sits down and makes these kind of comments. About your GM, your head coach, and ultimately the decision makers, the, the, the basketball decision makers, boy, you got real problems. I mean, you got major issues with, because this isn't about like a disgruntled player that didn't like the offense or, did, or was mad because of his playing time. This is a guy that's simply saying their young superstars are doing things that no other team would allow them to do
0: teams that that's serious about winning especially
1: yeah i but, mean just in general like this ain't any other team in the league and y'all would be cut they thought it would they, they think it's sweet and i'm trying to convince them like this ain't it like that's that's what's going on in your organization i, I that that I, I would be i don't and again i know it's a rebuild it's a tear down it's a lot similar to what the texans are having to go through if you want to if you want to put it that way but you you are you are Like not only wasting years, but the players that you're investing in and that you hope are your future have a false sense of what goes on in the NBA. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I don't know if I don't know exactly what he's talking about because I didn't hear the rest of the cut, or I don't know if there was a rest of the cut. There's some
0: more. Here's some more of him uh, talking. Even more that Tyler is uh, has worked here at the the last moment here, talking about he didn't. That was not in his plans to go to Houston to tank.
2: And I'm like, if you ever get traded, and go somewhere else. You can be like, this f- was right. So even though they didn't want, in my second year, they didn't want to play me at all. They're like, because they told me like, at the end of the year, my first year, they're like, yo, we want to bring you back. We love the way you leading the team for the young guys. do. I'm like, I said, I don't give a f- about doing nothing. If I, in my, I said, if God put me in this place to help the young guys, that's what it is. Yeah. But I'm not here. He didn't put me here for y'all f- to try to tank and me be a player that can still play and just right, be wasting yeah. my talent. I'm not no, doing thanks. that. They're like yo, you gonna start for us next year? do whatever. And I would have been fine coming out the bench for them. Hmm.
0: I mean it so it sounds like he would like he 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 went into it thinking he was going to play thinking he was like thinking thinking exactly what you were saying like well they need they need some leadership on the court he was thinking he was going to this this listen I'm gonna say this I I don't think John Wall has any reason to lie about this I don't think That's John Wall That's awfully convincing. like to, to to like I don't think John Wall cares to that he's at, he is out here in a comfortable setting clearly in a comfortable setting, having a conversation and just and, and no one's ever this ain't an Antonio Brown type of fellow where you you know this guy's just some kind of liar. I mean, this to me sounds like this is how this organization is is rolling, and that they just like no nah, man like because he could have helped growth to the young guys. I understand the thought of we're gonna trade him, we didn't want to want him to get hurt, but he was just sitting on the bench like, collecting who, forty but million show, a year. I'm and,
1: not I, like I show I don't even like tanking to sit here and act like I'm just outraged because somebody's tanking uh in in basketball it, it, it it's easier than it is in any sport but but in in and cuz cuz they're tanking on the on the field like I think the Astros tank by just having the worst damn the cheapest they're worst roster in baseball players, yeah. right um you can argue like in football guys you know making players inactive and 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 not playing guys or not even having you know putting them putting them you know the last month of the season on ice like basketball is i think on the floor there there uh, there there are some some tanking that goes on clearly there is uh with what John Wall's saying i don't even care about the tanking approach like i i don't it, it, to me it, it again it, it's it's John Wall pointing out you're two young superstars thing, that are going to be one and two years, and now you you can add the other kid to the mix too. Now, I mean you 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 can add Smith. Yeah, you can add three, four, five guys to the list now, and they they literally like John Wall is trying to convince them, like bro, this ain't the NBA. Like these dudes they're a year, two years in the league and don't even know, like don't even know what it takes to win ball games. And and, and I'm not saying you you have to win. To, like, don't even understand what the NBA is after being with the Rockets one or two years. Well,
0: that's the thing is, you hope... Like, the thing is, all right, okay, they got these picks, and you hope these guys are growing and, and, and going to be a good young team and get better. Like, <clears throat> the comp we're seeing is Memphis and, and Phoenix and all this. But when you hear this and what's going on, like, you, you wonder, are they getting better? Are they gonna Listen, clearly... Steven Silas is, I don't know what kind of control he has, if if, if any. He's just rolling with the thing. But th- th- there's a wonder, like, not only are they tanking, that's fine. But, yeah, you're going to tank. But when you bring Jalen Green in, when you bring in Porter, when you bring in the young guys and now Jabari Smith and now Ty Ty Washington and, and now Elson, when you bring in those young guys, like, you may be losing games, but you're hoping that they're – that they're improving, and that at some point they're going to be ready to be the, nucle- the nucleus for your team. It sounds like I, 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 ju- they were I, just like allowed just, to do
1: whatever the hell they wanted to do, and and
0: I feel like they they, they seem like they might still be doing it.
1: <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> you know what I'm not much has changed, huh?
0: You got one more. You got one more on John Wall. This is this is John Wall. More from John Wall. He did a podcast, and he was not shy about the Rockets.
2: I go back to check on my condo month before the season. They called. They were like they'll come in office. He's like, yo, this is coach talking. He's like, yo, how would you feel come off the bench? I said, for who? No offense, but who? I'm your best player last year. Uh, this is what the GM wants. This is what you want. We want you to uh, play 10, 15 minutes a game. Sometimes don't play. I said, I'm not doing that. Either you're going to guarantee me some minutes. Right. Well, I'm not, but I'm like, let them earn the spot. Not facts. And the coach, he was like, man, you don't deserve that. Like, you should be a starter. Like, you don't be like, this is what they want to do. I'm like, well, I'm not doing that. I said, I will rehab. I work out every day. I come to meetings, fly with y'all, mentor the guy. That's what I'm doing. Then it got to the point of, like, don't come around. Like, they want me around. Like, I had to work out at 7 a.m. like I was a rookie. They didn't want you to come around at all? Like, I had to work out before they got there. So, like, when they would come in to practice, I'd be at home by 10. Well, I'd be back home by 10 30, chilling all day.
1: Somebody's going to lose
0: their job over there.
1: Paying him forty million dollars and all he did Woo. was work out from seven to ten thirty every day.
0: And their their idea was we'll get you in here off the bench for 15 minutes. Some night you won't play. Somebody well, listen, somebody deserves to lose their job for having three pathetic seasons in a row like they're looking like they're heading to. But with this, I think somebody's gonna lose their job. Now, now he's now he's implicated that Stephen Silas said it was Raphael Stone, the GM. This is what GM wants you to do.
1: Boy, that's it. That is a uh, that's tough to wrap your head around, ain't it? Oh, so, 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 I mean, the, a, a general manager. Think, think about that. And it's, let's assume it's a general manager. Maybe it's the owner. I don't know, but, but let let let's say, like, somehow in your mind, somehow in their mind, this is this will always baffle me. Somehow in their mind, they thought it was more valuable to just roll a bunch of dudes out there, lose ball games on purpose, waste a year or two years of of guys' career to get a, a certain draft pick or have a chance at a certain draft pick than to have a guy like John Wall be on the floor with them every night and teach them how to play the game of basketball at the NBA level. Who in their right mind, how does a guy get to, how does a, an individual get to the pinnacle of their career in the NBA to be a, a decision maker, whether it's a coach, general manager, whoever it may be. And And in their mind, they make sense of that. Untilman, it's not even it. remotely close, man. All of
0: Untilman, Fatita rode with. It. At
1: least in the NFL, you can. At least in the NFL, you can guarantee yourself a, a pick. You can't even do that in the NBA. Yeah, that blows my mind. You got John Wall, who you're going to pay forty million dollars to. And it's you, up.
0: It's up on ESPN. They're that's discussing. That's nuts, it. This man. This is this is not going. Somebody's going to lose their job, and I think soon. Wow. All right. All right, Clint. Great job, Tyler. Great job coming up behind us. You can get more of T-Mill. Cabo as, Clinton. That's right. Oh, Cabo Clinton. Yeah, we'll, we'll see y'all. Uh, the best of uh, today with Figgy and T-Mill. I am Ron the show. Hughley, as always, Houston, we love you, baby.
1: He's spending extra time on the jugs. She also mentioned that he's been on the jugs. I feel like we have to explain Claim that.
0: Yes. Yeah, he spent a lot of time with the jugs. What? He spent uh, some extra
1: time with, with her <laughs> breasts? Get on the jugs.